Good morning and welcome to episode 22 of the Quickie Podcast. It's Saturday. Maybe you're sitting there with your morning coffee, having just a little bit of calm and quiet before the busy day, or maybe you're out for a morning walk. Um, Either way, thank you so much for listening to the Quickie Podcast. I appreciate you spending some of your time here with us, and hopefully I can put together a really good episode for you today. So today's guest is Rose Mears, who is a freelance illustrator and graphic designer based out in the UK right now. She, her work is amazing. It's awesome. Check her out on Instagram at Rose Mears Creative. She shows her, you know, her raw sketches and drawings of items um, or, or trees and plants and botanicals that she just sees in nature. It, it's really cool. Really cool to follow along with the process with her. Um, if you've been into the Le Glace ice cream shop in Vancouver, you've actually seen some of her work. She recently worked with Arithmetic Design out of Vancouver and illustrated the big mural on the wall that they have there, did some illustrations that ended up on the cups. Um, so you might have seen some of her work already. This interview, I feel, themes around nature, um, flowers and leaves and the beautiful things that we can see out in the wilderness, out in nature. Um, That's where Rose likes to go to get rid of these creative blocks when she runs into something. And she talks about that on this episode. And it was really cool because it was a talk, sort of a nature-focused episode. And there was birds chirping in the background during the interview on Rose's side. And it just kind of brought together that whole nature theme and sort of the direction the episode went. It was cool. So... Without wasting any more time, ladies and gentlemen, Rose Mears, who is an illustrator and graphic designer out of the UK. Here we go. Welcome to the Quickie Podcast, the daily interview show where we talk to graphic designers about their journey to the creative field, and we do it in 30 minutes or less. So, are you ready for a Quickie? Thank you so much, Rose, for joining me on the podcast this morning. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. Are you ready for the quickie? I, I'm sort of. I'm nervous, <laughs> but yeah, I'm here. <laughs> doing great. Well, briefly tell the listeners about yourself. Um, so I'm an illustrator and designer, um, originally from England, but I've traveled a lot. Like I really enjoy traveling. Like I've been to Australia and Canada and been to Japan and all sorts of places. Um, and I generally um, specialize in like packaging, um, and I'm also moving towards more textile design and things like that at the moment. Very cool. So where in Canada did you go? Um, we lived in Vancouver. So we lived there for a few years, which was really nice. And then um, just before we left, we did a big road trip. So oh, that was very awesome. Cool. That's where I'm from, <laughs> Vancouver. Oh, nice. I'm about 45 <laughs> minutes away from downtown right now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, so what was your childhood like? And do you feel that you had a creative childhood? Um, I had a lovely childhood. I grew up in um, the countryside. So that was just really lovely. And um, yeah, I definitely had a creative upbringing. Um, my mum is more like an artist, I'd say. And my dad was an engineering manager. Um, 
so I, I feel like I was really fortunate because I kind of feel like I'm a bit of a mix of the both of them. So I really like doing the design side, but also that like really artsy side I like. So mm-hmm. that I'm kind of the in between. But you have <laughs> that like engineer analytical thinking about things. Yeah, I really like understanding how something's structured or something's made. And if I don't know how, like finding out how. So. A natural curiosity. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so then what do you think led you to becoming a designer and illustrator? Um, I've always been, I've always had so many ideas and I've always been passionate um, to like create beautiful design and communicative like design as well. So um, I really like things like that. So I think that's where it sort of all came from. So from a young age, it really, it, it was something that attracted you to it and you just started doing that and here you are, turned it into a career. Yes, yes, definitely. I've just been drawing ever since I can hold a pencil, essentially. I've just been drawing and designing, so. Very cool. Uh, <laughs> so what is something that you wish you knew when you first started out? Oh, um, it's a few things. I guess, like, mainly, like, if you don't have all, you, you don't have to be, like the perfect because I kind of like the perfect final thing like you're still always growing always like pushing boundaries and things and um yeah you don't have to always know all the answers yet kind of thing on who exactly you're going to be or exactly what you want to focus on um so yeah that I'd say and um don't be shy about showing your work because <laughs> I definitely started off being really shy um but you have to show your work. And one of my teachers once said to me, um, like, give away all you know, and you'll receive more in return. So it kind of just like put everything out there. And then like, it's just a really good way for you to grow and move forward. Oh, that's great advice, actually. Oh, oh good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, take us back to when you first started noticing design or art in the in you know, out in the world. What did you start seeing? Um, it's a really good question. Um, it's quite a difficult question, but um, sort of things I, where I've noticed um, like design in, in the wild and in nature and or in different places, like when I've been traveling and um, I've hiked through like the jungles in Borneo and like you see their beautiful, like beautiful leaves and, and things like that. Like I think they're really stunning. And also um, I did a botanical illustration class mm-hmm. and um, the teacher explained how it's formed it's a Fibonacci pattern so I found it really interesting that like nature has these structured proportions it's like this this pine cone could be any shape or size but it still uh, came back to that proportion that Fibonacci pattern so I found that really interesting yeah sure (laughs) and there was a botanical illustration class yes yes it was so yeah, an illustration, I guess you can really sort of niche down into different categories then. You can. Yeah, you definitely can. Um, but I think the reason why I also love illustration is because you can do so many different sort of directions with it, or I do anyway. That's kind of my my thing. Um, but yeah, I enjoy it. <laughs> Perfect. So what's been the most influential design of your life so far? Either something you've seen or something you've been a part of? Oh, that's a that's a big question. Um, <laughs> I think it was I was I did a uh, I designed a mural and a, an illustration for La Glace, which was a um, ice creamery in Vancouver. Nice. 
Um, and the company I worked for at the time was Arithmetic Creative. And um, it was just a really great project to be part of. Like I really enjoyed designing the illustration and how it was it was put on all different aspects of the branding. So on the coffee cups, it was on, in the insides of the bags. It's just like a beautiful like discovery. Um, and I got to paint it um, with the help of a mural artist on like the walls in the ice creamery, and it it was just amazing. It was really it kind of changed my. It changed my life in the sense because when I actually did that mural, I realized that this is what I want to do more of. I want to do more actual painting and doing it at scale was just, yeah, it was super, made me super happy. <laughs> That's great. What was the ice cream place called? Le Glass. Okay. Got it. That's good. <laughs> I have to look that up. That'd be awesome. Yeah. It's a really nice little place. So do you ever run into creative blocks and how do you get past them? Um, creative blocks. Yes, sometimes. Um, so if it's like a little creative block and I'm just like, oh, I don't know how to answer this, like this visual problem. Um, I'll just kind of get out of the space that I'm in. So go out for a run or like just try and get some fresh air. Cause I, I kind of find often if I go for like a, a five, 10 K run, some point on that run, the answer will just kind of come to me. So I think just like a bit of distance is always really good. Um, yeah, I guess it just makes it, makes it a bit easier. <laughs> it's almost pulling yourself away from the problem to, you know, exercise more than just your mind and it kind of clears things up. Exactly. Exactly. And I think when you're feeling stressed about trying to solve a problem, then it's, it is counterproductive because it just makes everything a bit more tighter and a bit more difficult. So like when you go out and you get some exercise or fresh air, you're going to be getting those endorphins and so you're going to be feeling happier. The ideas are going to flow and it just kind of gets you. It's like a good reset, I find. Uh, well said. <laughs> so what's been the most challenging time in your design or illustration, illustrating career so far? And what was it? why was it challenging and how did you get through it? Oh, that's a, that's a big one. Um I, I, I've been really fortunate to work at a lot of companies that I've really loved. I think being freelance, I've been really, 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 really lucky. But I've probably worked at one, maybe two companies that just weren't a good fit for me. I don't think like our values didn't align. And I didn't particularly like, I just, I wasn't happy there. And I didn't feel particularly valued. Um, and I wasn't, yeah, I just, just wasn't happy. Um, so, and it's funny because that the places that I've been the least happy at have actually been like a big push forward because from from that it means that I don't want to be in that situation again. So I'm not going to settle for being in that situation. Yep. But I just think it's also something that comes with, you know, when you get a bit older, you can kind of push back a bit more. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So finding yourself in those situations, it basically shapes your, um, not your belief system, but your what you're going to put yourself through moving forward. You've learned lessons from those spots. Yeah, definitely. It's been really valuable. Like I, I life's too short not to enjoy your day to day life, like your work sort of thing. So and being creative. I feel really fortunate that I get to draw and I get to paint or I get to create like packaging designs and things like that makes me really excited. So mm. just keep moving towards that. Perfect. <laughs> Um, has social media changed graphic design or illustration or the process of them? Um, and do you feel that that's beneficial or harmful? 
Um, I definitely think it has changed. Um, probably changed a lot, really, because of how you're seeing the images. Mm -hmm. And everything looks hyper-realistic, which is something I've actually been like struggling with a little bit I'd say okay. um, because a lot of people draw things perhaps on like uh, iPad and procreate um, which is beautiful like their work is stunning um, but for example they'll draw with uh, what appears to be a pencil but it's not a pencil um, so that image that's created say with procreate and then the image when you actually draw it with a pencil they don't one's more higher higher intensity more higher realism pops a bit more as opposed to the other one um so yeah i think it's definitely made it it it's changed it's changed the game i think um and also there's a lot more uh, social media i think there's a lot more expected of creatives now mm -hmm. um like how you have to show yourself and all these different things like there's it, it's been really big. I think it's quite a different bit. It's a different time, but it's also an exciting time because then you get to see, you know, make connections like we make connections and um, you get to see all amazing creators around the world and what work they're just like sketching on or doing, like super inspiring. Got it. So who is a designer or a brand that you look up to or closely following? What is it about them that you like? Oh, um, there's a few um, like packaging design companies that I really love. Mm -hmm. um, for example, Co-Partnership, they're in Australia, um, and they produce really beautiful packaging designs, and I've worked on some illustrations for them. Um, I feel like they're, just, they're really contemporary and like um, pushing boundaries with everything. Like I, I really enjoy working with them. Um, there's a lady on um, Instagram who I've been following called, I think she's called Wayfarer Design. Mm -hmm. um, and she she seems to be, she just seems to be pushing forward all the time and producing really nice branding with a really lovely feel to it. So I always enjoy enjoy seeing her work. Um, and also I, like, I follow one of my friends in Australia, um, Vanessa Bong. She produces really beautiful like illustrations and design, like graphic design. So... Yeah. <laughs> Name dropping the friend. I like that. She owes you lunch now. <laughs> well, she, she's, she is great. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so when you're working on a project, a design or an illustration, how do you mm. gauge if your illustrations are resonating with the intended audience? Um, I guess when it, because I work in a lot of packaging, mm -hmm. it would be that they sell well. Um, for example, I worked on a yogurt in Australia and at the beginning, um, before the product was redesigned, it only had a small shelf space and it was kind of like low and like on a supermarket shelf. Mm -hmm. And um, after like a few months, six months, a year, something like that, it moved up to the center and it had taken up a few shelves. So that was just kind of really exciting. Like it was exciting to be part of something that was growing growing like that so yeah so if you can see it gaining more shelf real estate in grocers you know it's going in the right direction yeah it's always helpful <laughs> definitely <laughs> so take us to a specific project you were a part of that did not go well or bring the desired result what was that like and how did that feel mm, um so there was a project where i did a illustration for i did an illustration for it and from the outset 
they said the budget was really low and I was kind of like okay well I'll give it a go this is when I was a bit more inexperienced and their brief was really vague and then it meant I just had to keep producing the work to try and fit what they had in their mind but you know they weren't communicating it mm-hmm. and so I was kind of working for nothing in the end and it just made me feel really stressed unappreciated and also I think um it might have been a bit because I was a female I'm a female in the industry um and yeah so I, I think it was kind of like they thought they could push me a little bit more mm-hmm. um yeah so it kind of made me feel quite quite sad I guess but yeah um, but <laughs> You know, it's interesting you say that. I wanted to, uh, you know, it's a li- it's not on the question form, but something that you mentioned that really stuck out to me was, you know, being mm-hmm. a female in the creative field. Um, do you feel that, um, you know, like you had mentioned, where you're, th- you know, almost thought that where you could be pushed a little bit more? It, yeah. Is, is that a common thing in the design and creative field? Do you feel that, you know, women really have to push and try? Um. It's not huge, mm-hmm. but it's definitely there. Like, it's definitely there. We were, I think women, they, they seem to be as a bit more, um, I don't know, caring or emotional, those sorts of things. So if we put our foot down and are, are like, strong about something, I, I don't know, it doesn't, it's, it, you're, you're said that you're told to be the, oh, you're being, like, you're a bit, being more masculine or something like that. It just seems at the moment that when women are in the industry and we're pushing forward and, and ch- like trying to be, or not trying to be, we sh- everything should be level. Um, it's, it is a bit more difficult because um, n- like, I don't want to be sexist in how I say this, but it's like, like sometimes like it seems that it's easier for men to, for them to their opinion to be respected and that it'd be a final decision. Um, whereas women, it could just, yeah, it feels like it can be pushed a bit. But it's not been a huge problem for me at all. Like, it really hasn't. I've worked with some really respectful um, clients and companies. So, yeah, it's not it's not too bad, but it's, it's definitely there. I guess you can feel it on the, you know, an individual project basis. You kind of, you, you get that gut feeling if, yeah. um, if something like that is coming through. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're definitely right. I think only in my career, I've only encountered it maybe three or four times. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I've I've worked on loads of projects, loads of freelance things. So it's not it's not often. <laughs> Got it. Um, you should check out Ladies Wine and Design. I'm not sure if there's one uh, over in the UK, but I know it's a really big growing movement in Vancouver, and uh, they have a number of different chapters and locations. But Ladies Wine and Design. Oh, definitely. Yeah. A cool group to connect with. Yeah. Um, What's a project that you have been part of that you are the most proud of? One that makes your heart sing the biggest design feather in your cap? Would that be the the La Glace ice cream in Vancouver? I'd say so. It makes me very happy. (laughs) Um, Also... Um, when I did worked on the different yogurts, mm-hmm. um, that's been really, really great. So there was two in Australia and recently, or more recently, there was one for um, Light and Fit. Um, it's the, the Two Good Yogurts. Um, so that was really exciting because I think they've got quite a good uh, distribution around like North America and things at the moment. So mm-hmm. that was exciting. So what's that, <laughs> what's that feel like when you're walking through the store and you see your product, you know, your design on the shelf? It feels great. <laughs> if ever I'm having a hard day, um, 
in in Australia because there's there's quite a lot in the Australian supermarkets. I'll just go around and just just have a little look. <laughs> and you, I also want. <laughs> do you just buy them out, fill the cart? <laughs> I have bought quite a few, to be honest. I have. I um I saw once um when one of the new products came out, there was a person in front of me in the queue um who had who had one of the products I worked on. So I was just so excited that I told them. <laughs> Did you tell them? That's awesome. Yeah, I told them that I worked on it. And um, but they were just kind of like, oh, that's that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, then yeah. you're telling, yeah, they loved it. Yeah, clearly, no problem. <laughs> um, what piece of advice would you offer to new design grads or, you know, somebody new to illustration and trying to make their mark with that, um, you know, in the industry or be discovered? What what advice would you give them? Uh, be brave um, and don't ever be disheartened. Just keep going. Like, if someone doesn't want to see you or... or speak to you or something like that just speak to somebody else like just keep going don't get disheartened um and one thing that I found really helpful when I was first starting out in my freelance career was that I would call up uh the design companies personally and speak to them and just just be like that I'm an illustrator and designer I'd really like to share my portfolio with you um is there anyone who I could speak to um is there any email address or anything and people mostly people were really receptive to that so then you'd get um the email addresses of the creative directors and different things like that and then it you know goes on to you have a meeting and then you get work and it it was just really lovely like I I enjoy that process of meeting people Mm -hmm. yeah so not being afraid of meeting people and putting your work out there putting yourself out there yes that's it be brave because yeah, really the worst that could happen is they say no. Exactly that. And then it comes back to just don't be disheartened. Just just keep going. Like if you've got, you know, you've got this creative skill, that's brilliant. Just keep doing it and keep making yourself happy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, definitely well said. Um, so what is next in graphic design and illustration? Do you see there's, if there's any emerging trends or anything upcoming? Um. Well, I think with graphic design, like package design sort of stuff, I'm seeing lots of bold, bold colors um, and quite minimal design, like minimal typography and things like that, or really strong um, and very clear communication. Um, I think, you know, like we're moving into that time where we don't, we want to know what's in our food, like mm-hmm. <laughs> what's this ingredient that I can't read kind of thing. So. Very, so yeah, really clear communication, I'd say. for Just yeah. very clear labeling. <laughs> yes, very clear. <laughs> yeah. When we were over in Ireland and Scotland, that was one thing that we noticed is, um, you know, a lot of the products, um, you know, in grocery stores and especially at restaurants and places to eat, um, mm-hmm. allergen information was labeled, uh, seemed to be a lot more clear than it is over in North America. Oh, really? Oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, so maybe that's something that, um, you know, is heading this way, just a bit more bold and um, transparent. Yeah, transparency, that's what I was just going to say, yeah. Definitely agree. Um, So last question here, what is one design product, tool, website, or a community that you just could not live without? Ooh, it's hard to choose just one. I'll let Uh, you choose a couple. Okay, (laughs) thanks. You're good to me. Um, 
Um, Instagram. I, I enjoy Instagram of seeing everyone's work and being able to put my work out there. I find it really valuable. Um, <laughs> I, I guess Pinterest as well because you get to see lots of different, uh, lots of different images and um, and Photoshop. I guess if I had to choose one of the Adobe Suite things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Rose. Thank you so much for your time today and for coming on the Quickie Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. All right. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. That is the end of episode 22. Thank you so much for listening again. I appreciate you spending your time here. Check out Rose's work on her website at rosemears.com. That's R-O-S-E-M-E-A-R-S.com. And also her Instagram, Rosemears Creative. Lots of great work up there. And um, thank you again for listening. Have a great day.